424 a.m. But the studio don't close, man. Plus, it's a new game now. We ain't passing blunts no more. Jason, ain't no pass it doesn't feel left hand side. Right hand side. No hand side. You keep your blunt. You pass a blunt now, somebody likely to test you out. Coronavirus. Smoke it by yourself. Little blunts. Smoke it by yourself. What's up, everybody? Yusuf Ali here. Thanks for listening to the Meldrick Moments Extended Edition podcast right here on Anchor. And if you want to start your own podcast on Anchor, it's absolutely easy and absolutely free. Let me tell you again, absolutely free. And it's so easy, you don't even need a microphone. I mean, it helps if you have a microphone, but you don't need a microphone because they have creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. You don't need a booth. You don't need a studio. All you need is somewhere to sit down and be quiet and start talking. It's great. I recommend it to anybody, first-time users, professional, experienced podcasters, and anybody in between. It's absolutely the best. They have background music intro music, sound effects, kids crying, dogs barking, whatever you need, right there, Anchor, use it right now, tell them I sent you, Yusuf Ali. Can y'all hear me? I've been high this whole time. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another Meldrick Moment Extendo Edition. This is episode number 39. I'm still your host, Yusuf Ali. Still coming to you live from, well, semi-live from the TV Table Studios in beautiful Eagle Rock, California. Another Pillowcase production. And um, this is the first show of March. Um, It's now Women's History Month, so we're going to celebrate that. Well, I don't have nothing specifically planned, but, you know, it's Women's History Month. And uh, got a lot of other shit to get to, mostly because the Biggie documentary premieres tonight, and I'm in a hurry to watch it. So, uh, if this episode is shorter than normal, that's why. So, let's get right on into it. I hope y'all got y'all Meldricks. Um, welcome to the show. Um, I don't know. This, this Black History Month, like I say, this is the first day of March, so obviously Black History Month was over. It was the first one uh, of the pandemic. and uh, So you would think because more people was in the house and more people was you know, chilling. You would think it should have been a little bit more education this year, hopefully. Uh, I did my part. I shared my shares of my questionable black history facts. But the thing is, my black history facts was like, somebody had to do this stuff first. I might, I might have been off on who exactly who it was. Maybe even the, the, the year in the month. But somebody did these things that I highlighted, and they, and you know that became staples of American life and society and stuff like that and, and culture. 
And some of these people were black. And or some of these people did stuff that, you know, black people like like for example, the first guy that to to break open, you know, a pack of light bulbs and sell a single light bulb. It, it might have been a Korean store owner, might have been an Arab store owner. I don't know. But somebody did that, you know, and started a trend, like I said, that continued to this day. So shout out to that person. Also, during Black History Month, I learned that Henry Louis Gates III, aka Skip, has a ridiculous amount of PBS shows he hosts where he's trying to tell people about Black History, which is great. That might have been his major in Harvard. I'm not sure what he teaches. I don't know. But if it's not history, it damn sure should be. My, my, this dude got like eight documentaries on PBS. One of them really, really good. African Americans, Many Rivers to Cross, six-parter. That was, I think it came out in 2013 or 14, but it was really good. I just saw it this month. So, hope y'all did some shit like that and watched, you know, black and white male moles. Because, you know, history is history. You need to know this shit. All of it, you know. Another thing that's history is me shaving my balls. I know, and I probably shouldn't. I don't usually talk bathroom or bathroom. Well, I did in the bathroom, but I don't usually talk bedroom behavior on my podcast. Well, I do. It's just select bedroom behavior. But whatever. This is a, a grooming issue. I, I, I guess. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's what I don't normally talk on the podcast. It's grooming habits, but. tell you it's pros and it's cons the pro is the, you know the, the assurance you get when you and your girl is you know doing your thing and she doing her part you know you're gonna do your part too she doing her part and like while she doing her part you in the back of your mind you know that you can clean it up she don't got to stop midway through to choke on no hair or, you know shit like that and keep the fuck up the, and fuck up the flow and you doing good you did your part and that's great so that's the pro that's the biggest pro is the you know the continuation of the activities that that comes after the shaving or or uh clipping or however you take it on there and however you remove the hair then the problem comes in at that point, the con, which is your nuts, your nutsack sticking to your leg basically every time you sit down. And I wasn't prepared for this aspect of the shaving or the, or the hair removal, but it is quite annoying. I will tell you that. I will tell you that. So you're gonna do this keep that in mind it's gonna be a lot of balls stuck to legs and you know however you feel about that that's all that's all i'm saying just know that that's coming if that's the move you decide to do or you can you know leave them how they are and do how you've been doing and who am i i'm just telling you my experience oh one one more black history thing i know it's, it's Whatever, I don't have, you know, the segues don't have to be smooth. You know, I can go from black history to ball sacks back to black history. There's no rules. There's no rules. But anyway, as far as the, um, the things we know about the common knowledge, the black history they teach us every year, the peanut guy, Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks, and the silk. Okay, so we know Rosa Parks. This is what I want to focus on. Some of us might even know Claudette Calvin, who was the younger, um, earlier attempt to, to segregate, desegregate the buses. But 
what I just found out this Black History Month is that it was two more previous attempts by two more women. Who are these women? Ah, I don't know. But I'm halfway to the knowledge. So maybe by next podcast or by next Black History Month, I'm going to figure out who these other two women were. And then we all going to know. And then we all going to have a little bit up on everybody who think they know about the bus boycott situation. Because they do know about Rosa Parks. And they, some of them do know about Claudette. But who knows about the other two? So, got to figure that out. Uh, this ain't black history. But it was in Africa. And it tripped me out. I saw this thing. And I, you know how I've been telling people. Report all these stories. Every Not every podcast. But it's been multiple podcasts. Where I have to tell people. That somebody got shot or stabbed or at the very least slapped or assaulted for not wearing a mask. And this lady took her drawers off and put it on her face. And Jill was like, that ain't new. No girls was wearing drawers on their on they face, you know, a couple months ago. And I remember that. But the difference is they planned on doing that. They left the house with clean drawers just to put on their face. This lady took her drawers off right on the spot and put them on her face to go in the store. And that shit, that's the difference. And I imagine, like, you should be able to wear your own drawers. They should be clean. Clean, I mean, you should be, you should know what you did. If you should put your own drawers on your face at that point of the day, by now, you know. So, is she confident with doing that? Who are, who are we to judge? Which was, you know, because Jill made this face. And I was like, hey. But I do know a little bit about women. I do know that y'all have a little bit of healthy discharge. So, either way it goes, she's going to have to blow her nose when she got back out of the store. Also, I'm coming around to accepting the term fam as a, you know, as a, you know, term of endearment. Because a lot of times when people say a fam, especially us, when we said fam, we was clowning you. We called you fam. It was not, it was a disrespectful term. Not, not we as in Cleveland not even we as in the street I lived on but we as in the four or five people in our circle my tightest my tight circle for us fam was a fucking insult but out here it's not necessarily an insult so I'm, I'm I don't say I'm not gonna say it don't get me wrong I don't I don't I ain't been saying it, I'm not gonna start saying it but I just now when I hear it Oh, I'm saying I get a different, you know. I don't feel the same, you know. I don't feel slighted like I would in Cleveland, which they wouldn't even know because they don't hang with us. Everybody don't know what the fuck we talking about. But is that? You know what I think too? I figured it out. I was listening to Soft Walker. I figured it out. He got a hook. Where he'd be like, um, your daddy wasn't shit, you a whole son. And I think about that. Not the map. Maybe that's the problem with all these rappers. They whole sons. And I, I mean, no disrespect to the mama, but people be like, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. Bitch is almost like, you know, they call each other bitch and be proud. I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm a bitch, bitch, bitch. But if you call somebody a hoe, son, like your your mama was a hoe. That's terrible. That's ter- that's that's the ultimate disrespect. And who knows what hoe sons turn out to be? Maybe these fake fake tough rappers or. All these people that's doing all this bullshit out in the street that make the internet for doing bullshit. 
Yeah, man. Because we didn't, we didn't know. We didn't know. We, we, we didn't have a word for him before. But yeah, they whole sons. Sauce Walker, shout out to Sauce Walker for pointing out the whole sons. Every time I hear some shit that sound like, like I'll hear they say weirdo, which is, that's hilarious to me that that's a, a, a top insult, but that's like the number one insult. When you think about it though, I guess that is kind of insulting to call somebody weird. It'd be like, what do you mean I'm weird? Like that would, that is, that, that, that would make you think like, what, what am I doing to make somebody look at me like that? So it, it's not even more of an insult. It's just a, it's like a, it had you questioning your shit. Like, so like, I get why somebody would want to fight. Cause you confuse yourself. You got, you got questions to ask yourself on the way home. If somebody call you a weirdo. I don't know. I think they whole sons. Like Sauce Walker said. Y'all should listen to more Sauce Walker too. I don't know how much of y'all listen to already. But I'm encouraging Melmo, all Melmo listeners to listen to Sauce Walker. Because y'all know I, I promote currency a lot. And Chris Crack. So also, Sauce Walker. Check him out, man. I really, I think y'all will fuck with it. If y'all already don't. That's just like free. See that? It's just uh, free, free promotion. Like I do, like the serial killer shit. I listen to that because that's a different podcast and it ain't got nothing to do with. They ain't stepping on my toes, so I don't mind free promoting serial killer podcast. You can listen to that and listen to this before or after because we ain't talking the same shit unless you just want me to tell you right quick what it's about, like I do, like this last one, like. I told y'all they were doing serial killer couples, right? So this this couple was a little a little atypical, because normally it's the dude taking the lead and the girl just kind of being like, you know, you know, I'm here, shit, fuck it, you know, he might kill me, fuck it, I might as well be down. But this time it wasn't. This time it was the girl who did the the more like she did the first killing, and he did like a a couple, but she was always the one who was ready to kill so it was like they died they died down it was a little different from the other killer couples and then was real it was real different from the other killer couples was their method this dude would go on the fucking lonely hearts ads meet women marry them like court them marry them all this shit months at a time it took maybe even a year and she would pretend to be his sister. And that's why he was always with her. And it worked. Until, you know, they'd get, they'd get in good. And then rob the women. And at first, that's all they was doing. Which is like robbing them and leaving and all this type of shit. Oh, fun fact. She was, she was a motherfucker. When she met him, she had two kids. He said... I, ain't, I like you. I don't like the kids. She said, I'll be right back. And took the kids to the motherfucking grocery store or some shit. And then left. <laughs> Just dropped the kids off. And left like, alright, I ain't got no kids no more. What's popping? So now they doing this shit. She's sitting there. This whole three, four, five women. She sit there watching fuck. Listen to him fuck. Watch him kissing and talking shit and wooing these women so they can steal their money and then kill them. All this. It's like, he he, he ain't gonna change. He ain't complaining shit. He getting the best of both. He getting the fuck all, he get the fuck all this pussy and then I get to take their money and then she gonna take care of it. I'm good. I don't gotta do nothing. It was, and it's, it's terrible. I mean, as far as, you know, killing people is terrible. It's really bad. But just, their method was ill. Like, he didn't have to do all that, man. Like, all the marrying part. Like, he was just getting over on her because she was just going, she was just with anything. Like, yeah, I'm going to marry him. I'm a, you know, I got to fuck and everything and take him out and date. And then, you know, <laughs> so he just, he just found an elaborate ass way to have side holes. And then she would just kill him. Wow. And 
like I said, I don't ever say their names, but if you come across that one, you know what I'm talking about. That one was ill. These, <sighs> these motherfuckers, man. And of course he tied. Of course he had a head injury. So basically, if a kid hit their head, you might as well just just lock him up. I know that sounds bad, but. kid hit their head. And I know you're going to be like, but they got so much future to change. The kids hit their head all the time. I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking about like, if they get those like, hit, get hit by a car in the head type of shit, or fucking uh, get hit in the rock, head with a rock type of shit. Like, uh, some, black, black, so far, like, the, the black girl, it happened to black girl, she turned to Harriet Tubman. And these black, these white kids, they grow up and kill. So I don't know if it's a race thing. I don't know what the fuck. But I know. Just keep your eye on these kids. So they don't get hit in the head with rocks and, and shit like that. Because if they do, it's going to be a complicated. It's going to be something on the other end that you ain't going to want. That's all. Maybe. But we don't, I don't. It could be another Harry Tummins. It's been a long, 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 long time since some Harry Tummins. But. We can't even get a $20 bill, so no way ain't gonna get another, like, type of, you know, personality, so. Anyway, that, that's, whatever, man. Um, I think that's all I really want to talk about anyway, so. Oh, and this happens a lot, too. I did it myself, and we gotta, we gotta stop doing this, um, and then we can move on. We gotta stop taking it so hard on ourselves when we miss garbage can shots. Like everybody, you look around the room, you drop your shoulders, you sigh, you feel like, oh, I shouldn't have made that, man. No, you shouldn't have. No, you shouldn't have. It's all right, man. Ain't none of us ball players. Wherever you at shooting that garbage in that garbage can, it's not an NBA uh, facility. So it's okay. It's okay to miss. Like I said, I'm, I got to say this to myself as well. It's okay. It's okay to miss these shots, man. It's just it's just garbage in the garbage can. It's, nobody give a fuck. Trust me, nobody give a fuck. You might get somebody, a co-worker might laugh or say, oh. But other than that, don't nobody really give a fuck. It's only a big deal if you make it a big deal. If that co-worker say, oh, don't acknowledge it. If that coworker, if it go in, that coworker say Kobe. Don't acknowledge. I mean, you might want to look over, give, give a sly smile or something, but don't, because then you're gonna get caught up, and then we're gonna be right back to script one of caring about making garbage cash. and now the news. Well, I told you, Women's History Month, and I started off with a woman talking to another woman, and there's another woman trying to control the situation, so I'm doing my part, doing my part, um, what else happened in the news, this one lady died, this was fucked up. Lady got a double lung transplant and got COVID infected lungs. Ain't that, how do you, it's a respiratory disease. It's a respiratory disease, right? And 
your job is to harvest the organs from the donors. So if it's a respiratory disease and they trying to give up, give away their lungs, the, the number one thing you should do is check and make sure the lungs don't have COVID in them. Right? Like, like they use lungs. So it's going to be something wrong when they're used. They ain't going to be perfect lungs. So let's check and make sure before we give them off to somebody else, let's make sure they suitable to give to somebody else. If you buy a used car, well, if you're going to sell your used car, my fault, you're going to sell your used car, you're going to make sure it's all right so that the next owner don't have to you know, clean up your mess. You ain't gonna set up no dirty used car. You gonna vacuum it. You might wash it. You know, put some air in the tires, maybe. You know, because just you know, you're trying to get the most you can for this used car, and you want it to be right. You would think at least as much consideration would go with a used lung, but I guess not, because she turned in the lungs. They put the lungs on the rack on the shelf or whatever sold them as is and then somebody else got the lungs and you fucked over now two people now the same set of lungs then killed two people unless them other lungs the lady got that sent the, well the last person that sent the COVID lungs in fucks got you know got, got their new lungs and then it's like a not even a car situation then you're thinking like a tire situation it's like okay I'm going to get some more tires. Tires I have, they might not be that bad, but I'm just going to get some new ones, right? So now I got me some new tires. Or the tires I have are bald and terrible. I'm going to get some new tires, but I'm going to sell these old bald and terrible tires to this used tire place because why give them away when I can give them a little bit of money from them, right? So then the people buy I'm going away around the corner to a long, long way to get this point across, but you get it. She got check the lungs. That's all. If you, if if you if if your job is to fucking buy lungs from people, make sure they don't have COVID in them, lung cancer, you know, uh, punctured, like you know, shit that happens to lungs. That's all. Um, in the reincurring news, which is, it shouldn't be, but this is definitely the second time in two weeks, three weeks maybe, that it happened. Another explosion at a gender reveal killed somebody. This time it didn't kill an innocent bystander, which anybody getting killed is fucked up. But if you just like, like I said, the guy walking past, the neighbor who don't really, you know, you don't really you, you you showing up to watch because you see it's a big deal and it's right next door and you came on the porch and you couldn't you know you know the guy so you went over there and stood there and then you got killed but this time it happened to the father which is terrible because you trying to reveal what kind of you know baby you having and now you all you gonna do is let the mama reveal that this the day baby is fatherless. That's the new reveal. New reveal. Fuck what the baby is. It's just me. New reveal. I'm a widow. New reveal. Single mom. New reveal. Milf. You know. All because you want to make an explosion to let everybody know why. Why? And that's another thing. The key here is second time. So I mean, after the first person died from an explosion-related death, explosion-related gender reveal, that should have eliminated all other explosion attempts. Immediately. Anybody, anybody who heard this story, which it wasn't 
kind of big story. I heard it in California. It didn't happen in California. So this guy was American. He should have heard it in America. He heard about gender reveals. So you would think that would nick all that shit in the butt. Like, all right, that's it. No more explosion attempts. This guy did it. He fucked it up. Nope. This dude said, I can do it right. I know that other dude blew, you know, somebody got killed. No, I watched this. You know, famous last words. So, rest in peace to that guy. And we still don't know what the baby is. Because, of course, that's going to take over the news. You wanted to call everybody. Everybody, you know, was what you was going to call and tell them what kind of baby you had. Now you got to call and tell them, you know, funeral arrangements and all this shit. You know, and all this kind of bullshit that overshadows the baby. Because now you're going to call like, um, yeah, Jim died. Ah, I thought you was calling and telling me what kind of baby it was. All right, well, what kind of baby y'all have? No, ain't nobody going to say that. So now we still ain't going to know what kind of baby it is. So now I was a motherfucker dead for nothing. Rest in peace. This, I don't know, I, this was, this tripped me out. And from when I heard the story, I, I had to dig a little deeper because it said a lady robbed a bank, you know, in an electric wheelchair and got away. Or she didn't get away. Oh, of course she didn't get away. She got apprehended quickly and she made it out of the bank, which is farther than you would think. But then you read the story. She didn't quite like rob the bank. Like she didn't show no gun. She just pulled a angry, you know, drug-addled rage threat on everybody. On them. That's like saying I'ma blow this motherfucker up. She pulled a I'ma blow this motherfucker up on the bank employees. You know. And I don't know if she was homeless, but she definitely had a bunch of shit on blankets and wraps. So a motherfucker say they gonna uh, do something or I, uh, I, I'm gonna shoot you or whatever the fuck they say they gonna do. And they got all these blankets and shit. And you at work, number two. So you you could you could risk it. You know, like they they even in a wheelchair. You gotta understand. Because if they said, if it was a motherfucker that come, imagine they not in a wheelchair. Imagine it's a motherfucker that come sit down at your desk in front of you in that chair that's in front of your desk. And how they jack, they got their jacket, you know, folded over their arm in front of them. They sit down with their jacket and shit folded. And they say some shit like, you know, a bunch of this jacket, I got a 45 pointing at you and all this shit. So... That's the point. You can't. You don't know what a motherfucker under some shit have. So, if they talking, she, I'm gonna blow this motherfucker up or I'm gonna shoot you. You can't. You don't know. I don't know what she got under this blanket. Plus, again, I'm at work, so I really don't give a fuck. You can take all this shit, all this shit. I'm at work. Now this shit might not work. You roll up on me in my driveway, but at work. Oh. oh, talking about she got away with the robbery. Of course she got away with the robbery. Cause th- that teller realized I'm at work. I'm not gonna be no hero. I don't give a fuck what she got or don't under that blanket. Yeah, she in a wheelchair, and she might have a 38. I don't know. And I'm at work. Take this shit. I'm on break. So everybody all. Oh, how she, how she robbed the bank in the wheelchair. That's how, because she robbed, she picked an employee that knew exactly what was at stake being an employee. She she measured the risk. Hmm. Should I try to be a hero and and, and pop? My, I might get shot. I could get shot. Or let this motherfucker do it. Take whatever the fuck she wants to take and go ahead. And live to see another day. So that's how people get away with bank robberies and wheelchairs and 
and on scooters and and skateboards or whatever the fuck. That's how they make it out of the bank. Now, if she would have got away, away, like a like away, 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 then we got a news story. But that ain't shit. She just robbed. She picked a sensible teller. That's what she did. And she probably that probably was luck. She went like she was casing the place, watching nobody conduct with the customers. She had like a you know a lackadaisical, nonchalant disposition. Like, oh yeah, she probably don't give a fuck about work. Or maybe she did. Either way, she made it out the bank, and that's really not surprising. Let's have a word from our sponsor. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna call you back. I'm gonna call you back after. Shit, I'm gonna play one more game, and then go home, take a shower, and everything. And then I'm gonna be on my way. All right, all right. I'll talk to you in a minute. Peace. All right, hell yeah. I see you. I see you got it lined up for after the game. Hell yeah, shit. Hell yeah, I'm gonna, you know, smoke a blunt. You know, get some ass. You know, without, you know, you know. Hell yeah, shit. Shit, hey, but. But matter of fact, I heard you talking about taking a shower. The fuck? Yeah, I'm gonna take a shower. What kind of shit is that? No, 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 no. I ain't saying nothing like that. I'm just saying, uh, I was just wondering what type of uh, you know, male hygiene product you use. Male, you mean like body wash or some shit? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like, what do you use, you know, like for your area, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know how like women got like Summer's Eve and 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 Dush and uh whatever that other, you know, you know what I mean? Like you know what you use for me, you know, like for men. You talking about soap? I that's all, that's all? To wash your nuts? Yeah. Yeah. Soap. Hey man, this motherfucker weird. Jaden has one dollar bill, one quarter, and two pennies. How how much money? How much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> All right, uh, that this that last segment and uh, first part of the news brought to you by our sponsor soap uh male hygiene for men um soap wash your nuts okay getting back to the news oh male moles uh hope y'all got your roaches uh, this is the time to light your roaches just letting you know in case you got them handy you should as you should because we are waste not want not after the roaches get too small and light, you know what we do? We put them in the bowl. Or you know what else we do? We break them down. We take that bud out. And we put that into the next blunt. But we don't throw away no weed. You know, every bud gets smoked, Jack. Every bud. Um, it's supposed to be it's a it's legislation thinking about banning the game. Uh, Grand Theft Auto in Chicago due to the increased number of carjackings. I guess they didn't know that, you know, the people that's doing carjackings are not actually playing video games. Um, They are doing the carjackings. Now, if you would have thought this was a good idea, if you thought Grand Theft Auto might have inspired carjackings and you wanted to, you know, try to stop this game from being bought and sold and millions of copies later you probably should have jumped in front of that train you know Grand Theft Auto 1 when it was still bird's eye view and it was like oh no 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 with the first 3D one 
the first PlayStation one or whatever. It was over since then. So I mean, y'all didn't y'all didn't stop it for the. You think you're gonna stop it at Grand Theft Auto? What they on now? Eight or some shit like that? You think you think you're gonna stop it now? The every the the skills have been ingrained. You know, people is is doing motherfucking what's that shit? Cover fire. People in the hood ain't know nothing about cover fire before Grand Theft Auto came out. Between that and Call of Duty. So, so instead of doing that, what you need to do is try to, you know, maybe you can get to the kids now. Because the motherfuckers that's doing the shooting and shit now, it ain't because of Call of Duty now. So, and if you think that's what it is, what you need to do is start having more games where the characters get rewarded for doing good deeds. You know? Have a game where instead of, you know, getting a high score, the high score is to donate money or some shit like that. That's how you win, is to donate the most money. Get to have a game where you showing kids how to ride bikes or some shit like that, and you get more points for that. I don't know what the fuck. I don't play games no more, but all I know is people y'all trying to stop from doing the shooting and killing, yeah, they... They learned that shit a long time ago. Not necessarily from no video games. I ain't saying the video games didn't help, though. But it's too late now. Uh, what else they was thinking about doing? Uh, um, in international news. Let's go there. Dude, India to find out you know they still doing cockfights and all this type of shit over there so he trying to cheat trying to get the upper edge you want this chicken to win bad so what he did was put a little knife little blade little little blade on little knife on the chicken's foot and I guess cause the chickens if you ain't never seen a cockfight they basically just try to claw each other they just do a lot of kicking so if you put the you put the the, the blade by their ankle or some shit then they gonna kill the fuck out that you would, you think that's the plan problem is it's a chicken now a dog you can say sit and heal and paw and all this type of shit and they com- they comply for the most part especially if they train you can train a dog you can train a dog But you can't train no chicken. I could be wrong, Melmos. Maybe you can. It might be some shit on YouTube to prove me wrong right as we speak. It might be somebody watching the chicken training video. I don't know. But I would imagine as small as their heads are, as small as those brains are, you know, there's only a certain amount of information they can process. So I don't think they learning. I don't think they learning. You know, commands like stand still, stop, uh, leg up, leg down. You know what I'm saying? That type of shit. That's a that's 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 you're asking a lot for a chicken. I think. I think you're asking a lot for a chicken. So he goes to put this knife on the chicken leg, and of course the chicken went crazy. And of course the chicken ended up stabbing him, and he ended up bleeding out. And as tragic as that sounds, that's the third time that same type of shit didn't happen. So I don't know how many times it got it's just like it's just like the guy with the fucking um gender reveal explosion how many times do some shit gotta happen before you say it gotta be that can't be the that can't be the way to go I was gonna put the, I was gonna put the the motherfucking knife on the chicken leg but then that other dude got stabbed then the other dude before that had got stabbed but fuck it, it my, I'm gonna do it anyway I'm gonna do it anyway so at the very least, if if you're not gonna surrender the tactic that keep getting motherfuckers fucked up, at least choose a different weapon of choice. It don't you don't have to. It don't take a sharp ass knife to kill a chicken. 
Maybe put a screwdriver on the motherfucking chicken leg. Maybe put a... Uh, I guess you can still get... Cause it, I mean, because you can get... If a chicken go crazy, you can get fucked... You probably could get fucked up with a screwdriver. But I don't think it would be the same as getting stabbed. Because you putting you putting a sharp-ass knife. It don't take a lot. But a screwdriver take... I don't think a chicken can generate the force to... to, 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 to I'm, I'm about to use the wrong word, but fuck it. The centrifugal force. The kinetic energy that, that it takes... The, the torque that it takes to get, you know, a screwdriver up in you. And I'm talking flathead. Maybe a Phillips. But, or, or use a, use a smaller blade. No, no, you don't want to use no blade. You really just want to let the chickens just do their chicken thing. Cockfighting been going on for a long time. People don't get as mad as dog fighting, I guess, because people eat chickens. So it's like you're gonna eat it anyway. You don't. You really don't care how people kill it. I don't even think Peter trip on cockfighting. Maybe they do. I don't know. But all I know is it's a pretty proven method that you know. Maybe sharpened. Nah, nah. You don't want to do nothing. You really don't want to get close to no chicken unless you're about to kill it is what I'm probably going to take away from this and then move on to this last more interesting story which I don't know maybe it's not more interesting but in the UK I think it's the UK whatever the fuck not America because this would never work but they're giving their cops rollerblades and they're teaching them how to roller skate real fast and all this type of shit and the reason I know this is overseas, because there's no way, it's no way you put in a single cop, not even in the, the most crime-free neighborhood, on a pair of fucking rollerblades. Bicycle cops are the least respected of all cops. And, and you know why? You know why? It's because they got on a bike helmet. It's because they on a bike. It's because they look foolish. But you know what else? They ride them bikes fast than a motherfucker. And if need be, they can get off the bike and tackle the fuck out of you. And beat your ass. And and and, and subdue you until backup arrives. So yeah, bike cops, you laugh at them. But... A lot of them don't really get tried too often, okay? Now, you're talking about you're going to put a police on a fucking rollerblades? Who the fuck he going to catch in America on a roll? If you give an American cop some rollerblades, you might as well get ready to give him his back pay and, or his time off or whatever the fuck y'all going to do after he shoot up everybody. Because that's what he gonna do. He gonna try to arrest somebody like a normal person, a normal cop would. Then they gonna see he got on rollerblades. They gonna go up one stair and be in the wind. So he gonna have to shoot everybody that he tried to arrest if you give this cop rollerblades. How you gonna jump a fence? How you gonna? I don't. So yeah, that, it definitely got to be over there in France or wherever the fuck they don't have guns, and probably don't have crime. This is they. I'm pretty sure they're trying this in a crime-free area because this got to be a fucking joke. That sounds like an in living color mad TV sketch. A fucking cop on a rollerblade. Okay, say you say you are the fastest rollerblading motherfucker in the world. The fastest. What are you gonna do on that first 
10 foot, or not even 10 foot, that first 8 foot fence that whoever the fuck you chasing, hop. Because I'm, I'm just giving you a benefit that you're trying to arrest people on foot. Because I'll be damned if you're going to rollerblade your ass and pull me over. That ain't happening. And I don't know. I'm not no law-evading motherfucker. But I'm going to get away from you if you try to basically run me down. So I won't even try to outrun a bike cop. Because you know in L.A., people, especially in L.A., maybe New York, too, where there's a lot of biker motherfuckers, them bike motherfuckers, they can do shit to your car and be and hit a corner or do a U-turn and turn around, you know, hit a 180 on that bike, and you ain't gonna catch them no more after they done broke your fucking window or some shit like that. So, like, it ain't as easy to get away from a bike motherfucker as you would think. But a rollerblade cop? You ain't running me down. Now, it is a lot of traffic. So, rollerblade cops might work in a concentrated area. But, and they, ain't about, they ain't about to be on the beat. Like in the 60s and shit, when they was walking around, you know, patrolling neighborhood. They ain't about to be rolling around doing that. The fuck, I ain't catching nobody doing that shit. tell you about the only time and the time I got caught using a fake name which is the only time I ever used a fake name like in the streets like to meet a girl and uh I used all my the fake name I used was Robert I don't know why at the time I was using the fake name I don't I don't remember I think it was just to I think I had met this girl and you know you don't really want to you know you ain't trying to see him no more tell him a fake name I don't know and I never, I really, like I said, I never did that. But this one particular time, I did, and I, I really wish I knew the specific reason I did. I, but I don't remember why I told this particular girl my name was Robert, and so we fucked around, whatever. And then that was that. And then you know, don't see her no more. <laughs> Next thing I know, months later, months and months later, maybe even the next year. Um, Tahid or Will wanted them to meet this girl and um, he tells me to go and you know go pick her up I don't know it's her obviously cause I don't, I, don't, I don't remember this girl's name or nothing like that so he like yeah just go her and her girls you know they, they trying to kick it or whatever blah 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 so alright Go, we go to pick him up. And she get, she still, she come in the car, and I still don't kind of recognize her. Maybe because it was dark. I don't know. I don't remember why I don't recognize her, but I know she recognized me because she said, "Oh yeah, I know him." And then and I was like, "Where you know me from?" She was like, "Ain't your, ain't your name Robert?" <laughs> And my cousin looked at me like, Robert? Robert? What the fuck? Robert? And then I just started laughing. And then I was like, no, nah, you know, I don't know why I told you that was my name. And I still, I couldn't tell her why. <laughs> and I don't think that, I got to ask Saeed what happened after that. Because his memory is burning in mind and these type of little flashback things. But. I definitely remember telling her my name was Robert. I just don't remember why. And I remember getting caught in the car. Because in Cleveland, it's a small world. You really, I mean, especially, I mean, you got your circles. But, like, basically, at that time, and, and you know, everybody, almost everybody knew everybody. But when you go, say you go to the club on Friday night. And then you go again on Saturday night. And then the next weekend come, you go again, the same club you went to on Friday. And then on Saturday, the same club you went to on Saturday. So, 
for the most part, there's only that one club to go to that night. And everybody in the city that was worth, that went anywhere worth going to, would go to these clubs. So you would see the same people night after night, week after week. So to tell a girl your name is something else is very risky. When you probably gonna see her again. Maybe not that next week, but at some point. So I pulled it, I risked it, got caught, risk it, biscuit, no risk it, no biscuit, and no biscuit. So that's a dumb I guess that only works for football. Shout out to the uh Buccaneers. So yeah. I don't do that no more. I won't ever I didn't do it ever again. And like I said, I don't remember why I even did it that one time. It was whatever. Other than other than just not wanting to just thinking I'm gonna fuck and then move on with my life. That's probably why I did it. But just like the whole what I mean is why would I even come to the decision to use a fake name at that point when I hadn't done that before is what I mean. Like why did I do that? Like but whatever. You would have thought I got her pregnant or some shit. We're trying to skip out of town or something. No, I was just really stupid and young and dumb that time. This week on Puddle Tracks, um, you know, the neighborhood kid that's always getting into shit. Well, he's trying to be a little entrepreneur, and uh, he got to admire his spirit. He was telling me his son, he came out with a line of clothes, and they basically anti-ass whoop jeans. And that sounded like a good idea. So what it is, is Levi's, any pair of Levi's could be Wranglers. And he took two toilet paper rolls and fashion them bitches into like a a barrier and then uh, he got them attached to the inner ass part of the pants it's a very good idea and if you go public I'm buying stock Before COVID, it was comedy. Round of applause for all my likers, subscribers, followers, retweeters, tell other people about us, get somebody to listen to us, all of y'all that fuck with me, all the male moles, this applause is for you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Melmos. 
and come to the end of another show. Thanks for staying up with me and fucking with me all the way to the end. If you fell asleep during the middle because, you know, my voice so soothing or maybe the metric put you to sleep and then you woke up and then you rewind it and you caught up with the rest of us. Ah, welcome. Welcome. Thank you for listening to the whole thing, man. I hope you did. I guess all this type of stuff is important for people to listen to the whole pro, uh, like like the whole podcast, and like leave stars if you're listening to it on Apple. That's supposed to be a big thing. Just leave good review, thumbs up, all that type of stuff, man. I really, really appreciate y'all. That's why I start putting that uh, weekly applause in there to show y'all my appreciation. And therefore, I won't ever forget to say it. Like, sometimes I will forget to say it at the top of the show, but nope, now it's a permanent part of the show. Just That's for y'all, man. That's for my male modes. Um, right now, is, I think we up to um, nine uh, regular weekly listeners. Shout out to my ninth newest regular listener, wherever you may be from. I'm, hope, I'm hoping you're hearing this in good health and high as fuck. Um, oh, and before I get out of here... Uh, this was what I was thinking seriously from listening to. I listened to this one dude's story about like how he learned how to box in jail and he was doing all these jail boxing shit. And I think about those movies with the jail boxing and why don't they have jail boxing no more, man? Like that shit gave motherfuckers hope, even if they wasn't getting out. Like they knew, like at least in jail, they was like. You know, they have some going where they gonna have to worry about killing and beating other motherfuckers and killing COs and taking over the jails. Man, they need to bring back all the prison boxing leagues, all the weight classes, and put all the motherfuckers in. They ain't got shit else to do. Might as well. Either you gonna box or read. Because all these motherfuckers that want to do all this rowdy shit, let them box. And then everybody that don't, they chilling. And you can have, a, you know, whatever else going on. But I bet you won't be no uh, no bullshit going on. I mean, it still probably be some rapes. I don't know. Probably. Can't, can't really control. Even if they boxing, can't control what they're doing at night. But, but, at least the rapes would be more directed and pointed and, and deserve it. And, you know, it won't be just, probably be way less random rapes. You know. Um. That's all. That's what I think. That's what I think they should just bring boxing back. And and then, you know, how now we got the jail cell phone videos. Man, you can have some jail boxing matches. It'll be that you can televise live or some shit. Somebody be making some money. You can start a whole new app with jail boxing fights and some shit like that. So just something to think about. I ain't going to spend too much time on it. Because, like I said at the top of the show, um, this is the, the debut night of the Biggie documentary on Netflix, and being as Biggie a Biggie a big a Biggie fan as I am, I'm super duper excited. I've been excited for about three weeks now since I first heard about it. Um, I'm sitting as I sit here now, I have on what I wore to work. Um, but yeah, I might I might don't I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't put it past myself to at least put on my Biggie hoodie. If not, put on a pair of my Biggie socks. A, a pair, because I have multiple. Um, but yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be great. I'm looking forward to this, and uh, uh, y'all should watch it too, Melmos. Watch the Biggie thing. Maybe I. T- I mean, I know y'all probably saying like, like a lot of people saying, like, what else is it to learn from a guy who essentially had a four year career? And died at 24 after making two studio albums and living to see one of them. It's like what, you know, 24, five years later, what else is it to talk about? But, must be something. So, I don't give a fuck if it's an a interview one interview that a five minute interview that he did in 94 on for for word up magazine because he mentioned him in a rap so i, I want to see that i don't give a fuck i'm in, intrigued in everything biggie by everything biggie so let's see what we got
Uh, other than that, um, everybody just keep doing what I really advise people to do, which is treat everybody else the way you want to be treated. Man, there's so many people that's fucked up out here that's going around doing fucked up shit to people because they think that they getting even with somebody or getting even with the world. Or that's that's bullshit, man. If they those same people would flip their mind state, their mindset, their perspective, they'll be like, they'll be all right, man. And if you ain't doing that yet, then it ain't too late. If this is your first time hearing me say this, then do it, man. Make it it's real. I say it every show. I really live by this model, this ethic, this code, and it's do unto other treat people the way you want to be treated. As simple as that, man. You you know, and don't have low I mean you can have low expectations from motherfuckers. But just do it accordingly, man. No no. Either way, just treat people the way you want to be treated. Period. That's the bottom line. That's that's without doubt. And uh, practice the serenity prayer if you can't figure if shit if shit feel like it's going too fast. You know, serenity prayer. That shit helps straighten that shit out too. And a lot of people will say go to therapy. Whatever. You know, if you got therapy money, do your thing. If not, practice serenity prayer. Treat people the way you're gonna be treated. Smoke these melmos and you know, count your blessings. Until then, till next time, you know, stay high, stay hydrated, stay safe. Stay in the house. Do what you got to do. Go Browns. Peace. We out.